0: Over the years, AxisReal.com has interviewed actors, directors and producers from Australia and internationally. These are the people who make the movies we love. Find out what your favourite film folk have been up to by listening to the accessreal.com interview.
1: Tim Mention is a composer, musician, comedian, actor, writer and director. He was raised in Perth, Western Australia. He is known for his live musical comedy act writing the music and lyrics for Matilda the Musical and for playing rock star Atticus Fetch in the David Duchovny series, Californication. He is set to tour Australia in 2019 and star in the TV series, Upright. In the new Robin Hood movie, he plays the part of Friar Tuck. Darren from Access Reel got to speak with Tim recently about the role. This is the story of a thief. You wanted to steal, now's your time. He stole from the rich and gave to the poor. What else you got? I call him Robin Hood. It's got a nice ring to it, don't you think? One thing keeps the sheriff in power. The money. I want to hit the treasury itself. How would you do it? Set up a meeting. Everyone is with us. Rob! How did you know it was me? You called out of sky. Let it fool everybody else! This is Suicide. The danger's what
0: makes it fun. Hi Tim, how are you going? Good, Darren, how are you? Fantastic. Well, thanks very much for taking the time to talk to us this morning. How are you been? All right,
1: Yeah, good. Uh, good. Yeah, really good. Just writing and, you know, doing a little bit of press and doing a lot of exercise to try and get in condition for this new TV show I'm making and, yeah, I'm fine. That's
0: great to hear. Well, um, we'll just jump straight into the movie. I I watched it yesterday and I really enjoyed it. Oh, great. It was a lot of fun to watch and it's action within the first five minutes till the closing frame. Yeah. So how did this role come your way? What appealed to you about it?
1: Well, I don't know. I, I, um, I guess I, I'm not in a place in my career yet where I sort of get offers for um, roles in massive hollywood blockbusters very often in fact it was um, my first and i i didn't really hesitate because it's just an experience that you never i would someone like me would never expect to have um but it was a pretty sort of hollywood story actually because we were living there and i was you know directing this animated film and uh and actually, this movie came because the producer of the movie, who works with Leo DiCaprio, whose name's Jen Davison, um, was a, a person I got to know, was a parent at the, my kid's school. And, and so I think connection came from there. And then, without me knowing, one day she rang up Otto Bathurst, the director, and said to him, you know how we've been looking for a tuck, and we don't want him to be the cliché, or we want him to be different, but we don't really know what we're looking for have you ever heard of this Tim Minchin guy? And, of course, I think British had heard of me and kind of leapt on it and kind of rang up and said, if if you would consider doing this role, we would be... And I went, well, yeah, of course, but you have to audition me because you haven't seen a lot of me on camera. And he's like, oh, well, if you would do an audition, I'm like, yeah, totally. So I went and did a taping and, uh, yeah, they locked me in, which was wicked. And then I spent... You know, a few months flying from LA to Budapest and back to New York to try and get my musical up, and it was the most insane three months of my life, but it was totally fun.
0: Yeah, I bet it was insane. Um, so what was it like when you donned the costume for the first time—rosary beads and all? Yeah.
1: yeah, well, the design of the film, I think, is one of the really—I mean, it's—it is a blockbuster. It's absolutely a fun, you know, Thanksgiving release in America, and it's great for teenagers and fun for adults and beautiful action but actually for me what is special about Otto is that he always surrounds himself with and seeks out really interesting design Uh, if you look at Peaky Blinders um, where he kind of really made his name um, the the kind of uh, um, pseudo historical but completely removed from reality aesthetic is like the main it's a huge thing in it. And I love that about Robin Hood. So when I put the costume on and met the designers, I was just, I was stoked because I, I was assuming and hoping that it would have its own totally unique aesthetic. And, uh, you know, I looked pretty goofy in it, uh, but that, that's good. Cause this little acting career I've been trying to build up in the last few years, my absolute mission is to be a character actor, you know, and not just do comedy roles and not, not, and even though I've got this sort of long hair and stuff, which I'm sticking with at the moment, not, not letting it be the same character, so not um, always being a rock star or not always being a whatever. And if I look at what I've managed to do so far with um, Californication and, this, um, and Secret River on the ABC and, and Prior Tuck, even though they're all quite hairy, they're very, very different characters. Yes. So I was, uh, it's so great to step into a costume and go, oh, right, I'm in a totally different world now and I'm a totally different person. Oh yeah, the costumes
0: were great. I, I um, I when um Mendo walked out in his like grey le- <laughs> leather leather coat totally. the first time we yeah. saw him,
1: and dressing him.
0: Yeah, I was like, that's that's an incredible coat. I hope he kept it. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, totally. I wonder if he did actually.
0: Yeah, so it looked like it was it was a really fun character to play. Um, and in all honesty, like I didn't know how much of the film you were going to be in. Yeah.
1: And then I thought, oh, well, he might be in well, for five minutes. Well, the because yeah, on the trailer, um, I'm very scarce because they're obviously not selling the movie on my name because in America my face doesn't sell tickets. Um yeah. But I was kind of happy with that um, because when you do watch the movie, I'm, I'm a bit of a, you know, I'm a reasonably... Uh, influential instrumental character.
0: You are, and
1: um, and of course my voice starts the movie with that long storytelling thing and ends the movie as well. So he's sort of he's sort of the storyteller, um, and that's a really nice role. He's kind of the grown up in a way, like the gentle uncle of the whole thing. He's sort of this uh, quite avuncular presence. I think it's really nice, but he's kind of funny as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. And obviously, you worked mostly on screen with um, Taron, and Eve, and, and and Ben Mendelsohn. What was it like working with those three?
1: Well, it's I mean, it's amazing working with Mendo. I mean, Mendo, I, I've known a bit uh, through friends, but not very well. But to be, having grown up in Australia in you know, in being a teenager in the 80s and 90s, you know, Mendo was, Mendo, we've known Mendo all yeah. this time. He's new to Americans, but to us, he's... He's just part of the DNA of our industry and so watching him on set and and his sort of utter he's kind of got so much energy and he's he's quite eccentric you know, and and very very I'm, I'm very fond of him and but but the just watching him turn. Takes over and sometimes takes that with do thirty takes of something, especially when he was doing his big monologues. And yeah. it's brilliant to be on set with him. Taron is just such a gorgeous boy, and he's really hard working and really focused. and And he's wider trained, you know. So without a doubt, though, this movie is, a, a, as I say, a sort of summer blockbuster or Thanksgiving blockbuster for them. Um, he, he doesn't. He takes his craft very seriously you know That's the thing with these actors they you know people are, if you look at Taron and with Eddie the Eagle and stuff I mean, he's a character actor too yeah. he's very beautiful but he's he he pushes himself outwards all the time yeah. um and Eve is just gorgeous and fantastic and funny and she take you know she's got an amazing craft as well and she's acting in her own accent for the first time which is interesting for her both her and Jamie Dorn and you know are usually often well her especially she's been working in american accents for years and so it was interesting for her to go back to her natural irish but um it was interesting for me because i still am less experienced on camera than all those people um someone like ben i'm infinitely less experienced but but i've done less uh screen work than any of those people so even though i'm kind of a bit older and to the brits i'm a Sort of known, you know. They, I, I'm a, a, a name they know, and Karen tells me how he, you know, snuck into a tent at, at Reading Festival when he was 16 to watch me play. You know, so for for him, I'm I'm this guy that's been around forever. But okay. in, for me, I'm like I, I'm learning from you guys. You know, I'm watching and learning because I'm trying to catch up with this this different form.
0: That oh, it was cool. I love it. I love a bit of Mendo. Um, there's one scene in particular in the film, I won't go into exactly what it is, but he goes full Mendo. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what was it like shooting that scene? Because we've seen him go full Mendo in like Rogue One and um, a couple yeah. of other films as well, but what's it like being next to him in a in a scene when he's going like full on?
1: It's actually quite genuinely scary, even though I know him. Because he's mostly with great actors, they they come their performances come from a a place, you know. And Mendo's Mendo's such a gorgeous guy, but when he goes full Mendo, you sort of think, where the hell is this coming from? And <laughs> and he he drops out of it, out straight out of the take. He's not a method actor. It's not like he's sitting in that um, space. Oh well, thank God I just I huh? just <laughs> Um, yeah well, some people when they do when they have to do that sort of thing, they find it very hard to get out and in in yeah. between takes i I find it a bit hard to to do that. Um, you know if you're doing something very emotional to to just stop and then start again, mendo's been doing it for so long, yeah. but it is like a switch, and he's got those eyes but i I absolutely love that stuff. like I really like being in the presence of someone who's not pissing around. And and the thing with uh, film acting these days is so many film actors um have come through telly and they they pitch their performance very low all the time because it looks good on camera. But when you're acting against them, you they're not giving you anything to react against. It's all very um sotto voce kind of thing, all quite low. Um but uh, with Mendo, you have no problem reacting because it's fucking there in your face. It's much oh, yeah. more like doing a play, which is the world I come from.
0: Yeah, no, it's um, I I really enjoyed his performance in it, and just the action alone in the film was was top notch, and in some of the uh the uh, slow mo sequences that they throw in there as well. I was like, hey, this is a pretty cool stylistic approach to it.
1: Yeah, the early scenes in Syria. The, the battle scenes mm. um before he comes back to Nottingham I think are extraordinary to be doing sort of hurt locker level action but with bows and arrows. Well that's it. Like they obviously Jamie and um
0: and Taryn would have had to have gone through some pretty intense training. Yeah. Did they get you to do anything or just bring your charm and
1: Well Actually in the original script, um, there was more tuck getting active. Mm. Um and I did quite a bit of horse riding which I didn't end up using either because you know they they have to put you into all these things to get insurance for you e- yeah. even if there's a 10% chance that you're going to ride a horse so I but I love that shit like give me give me a, a skill to try and acquire in a short space of time I'm like yeah I get paid to try to get better at riding horses you know yeah. um so I did a bit of horse riding and I I got pretty fit for it just in case but um Look, if everyone goes and sees it, we'll do a sequel, and and then we'll do a whole lot of Friar Tuck getting good at weapons, and it will be fucking awesome. So oh. that's what we need.
0: Yeah, for sure. And obviously, <laughs> yeah, I, I hope there's a sequel. Like, I'm totally down for that. Um, I, 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 I liked how the yeah, film the good. film ended. So it was it was a really nice way to do it. Oh, you, good. good. You, got, you got to shoot the film in like as you said, Budapest, Dubrovnik, and and even Paris. Like, what was it like shooting at these yeah. locations?
1: Ah, uh, beautiful! I've never been to Dubrovnik. I didn't really understand how you know you see it on Game of Thrones and shit, and you've seen it on the in the Qantas Mac. But um, <laughs> my God, it's it's breathtaking. And I was constantly sort of jet lagged and and stressed about the other stuff that was going on in my life. But it's quite amazing to just drop into these places. And um, you know, I, I don't know if I ever would have gone to Budapest. And at one point, I when when things were crazy. Um, and I was so jet lagged. I, I rang up Sarah and said, look, I've got a 10 day break in filming, but I'm not coming back to LA because I just can't yeah. do the flight, the 23 hours and whatever it was. I'm just too tired. It might've been a week. And so I just hired a car and drove uh to Prague and then to Berlin. And, you know, so I actually, and I don't really take holidays. So it was quite an amazing thing to do, to be in that world and all that history. But, uh, and then Paris. I adore Paris. This was around the same time Larrikins fell over, yeah. Yeah, well, that yeah. fell over while I was in um, a hotel in Dubrovnik. I got that phone call, yeah. Oh, yeah, and that's pretty bad. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah. Um, I've heard, I've heard a few yeah. horror
0: stories from people that have worked for studios, and yeah. that
1: sort of stuff's happened. Or yeah, so my heart goes yeah. out to you with that. Oh, thanks, Sharon. Yeah, it was pretty horrendous at the time, but all good.
0: You've got. Yeah. It looks like you've got a rather busy March and April next year. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. with all these tour dates that you've got and then they're all getting sold out and more yeah. dates are getting added. How's the? Have you started any yeah. preparation for that yet?
1: Oh no, look I've got it, got it in my head what I'm going to do, you know I've been doing concerts even though I haven't done a proper tour for years I, I do concerts yeah. in various places and so I've been, even kind of what I did at Dark Mofo a couple of months ago or up in the Gold Coast before that I was sort of developing a thing and it's there'll be some new stuff and um but I'm starting shooting my TV show in two weeks, which is going to take me all the way to Christmas, and it's uh, and that's Upright, and that's yeah. a show I'm kind of in every scene. Um, it's a road movie, and me and this teenager um, are going to be shooting six days a week for freaking ten weeks, so I'm not going to wow. have any... Um,
0: yeah. I don't have any time to think
1: about it till Christmas, but that's good, and then I'll spend the first couple of months of next year working it up, and then... Yeah, I can't wait, actually. I know when I get on the road, I'll go, oh, fuck, I forgot how hard this is. Not hard, <laughs> but I forgot how sort of um, relentless touring yeah. is. But, but it's been so long. I'm absolutely gagging to be performing again.
0: Good. Well, good luck with the shoot on that. Uh, i look forward to seeing it. And then oh, thanks, lastly, I'm, yeah. in, I'm in Perth. Yeah. And obviously, there's a lot of young creatives here in Perth. And do you have any advice for young creatives in Perth
1: trying to just get their start... I'm pretty bad at this question, except um, I don't know. You know that speech I did at UWA sort of says everything in that. In that, I think um, I think the trick is, uh, for me, uh, I think it's important to not spend your life thinking I'm going to be a star on Broadway or I'm going to be a star in Hollywood. And until I get to that, I'm I'm yeah. I'm just on a path. Um, I think you have to think more, Uh, you know, if you're thinking about Hollywood, you're not going to do a great job writing something for Black Swan. You know, you you can't be thinking about where it's going to get you. You have to be making your art for its own sake. Um, And I never expected to be where I am. And I think if I had ended up in Melbourne, like, you know, writing for Malthouse and I would have been equally happy as I am now because, uh, I love making stuff. And so I think concentrating on, on, you know, if I was in Perth now and in my early 20s, I'd be trying to make the best fucking thing for the Blue Room that I can, you know, I would be relentlessly working on my yeah. next Blue Room project. I wouldn't be, you know, but there's absolutely, eventually you might have to leave for a bit, but making art for the world you're in instead of just trying to print business cards for your own future would be my advice.
0: Fantastic, Tim. Well, thanks very much for talking to us. Good luck with your shoot, your tour, and let's hope Robin Hood goes gangbusters so we can see a sequel. Yeah, it'd be
1: pretty cool if it did. Thank you, Darren. Thanks, mate. Bye bye. Can't
0: you see? You inspire the people. This is our crusade! There are
1: too many of them. well for you and me? There's not enough and pounds for the man who brings me on this is not gonna end well